This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. And I'm Laura. And, and we, we love, love porn. porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Today we are joined by a very special guest. So we have true. Mickey Maud here with us. If you have been listening to the show at all, you know that we're big fans. <laughs> <laughs> so know that I'm uncomfortable and excited at the same time. Uh, Mickey is a porn performer. He has worked with such greats as Erica Lust. Uh, he's done a lot of work on Four Chambers, which we'll actually talk about a video that Four Chambers made today and across all their kinds of mediums. Yeah. Um, anything I anything major I missed? How'd we do? Um you you did great. Okay, okay. great. No, I think that was I think that was a, a, a decent. Uh, it was all right. I could have done more. In the, in the context. We could have I mean, hit more like parentheticals there, probably. It's, it's it's okay. I understand that you're you're nervous and excited at the same time, and so that that's a lot of feelings to kind of. Does this process. happen? There's a lot happening over here. Does this yeah. happen what? often, Mickey, where people are like, "I'm nervous, and this is so crazy to meet you." I, I have definitely had a lot of experience in being comfortable with other people's nervousness. Oh, sure. Okay. I'm sure. That, like, there's, I think, a weird thing that happens when a lot of people recognize you. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, and... Do you get recognized fairly regularly? Um, Not... Actually, only in this last week, I've been recognized, like, <laughs> oh. twice while, like, out in the wild. And um, it's been kind of kind of interesting. I, I have, like, a very, like... The people who, like, approach me and say, hey, are you Mickey Mod?" are... <laughs> usually pretty chill about it and yeah very, like nice. polite and respectful like about like um you know distance and just like hey can i ask you something sort of thing approach yeah. um which is which is really nice um not everybody i know gets that that sort of like you know in public recognition sort of thing but yeah um or i get the sort of like i recognize you from somewhere but i don't <laughs> know where i recognize you yeah they don't want to say it they're probably scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they'll recognize me, and then they get the, what um, I like to call like the shame wash, Aww. where they're oh, like, no. "Oh," and then their their face just kind of changes to like, "I now I know why yeah. I need to yeah. clear my browser history." <laughs> yeah. Sort of Aww. recognition, sort of thing. But, they yeah. shouldn't feel shame. Come on. I don't yeah. want anybody to, to feel shame. You know, you know, it would be that's my dream to like live yeah. in that world where yeah. people are just like, right. "Hey, great job!" Like yeah. I totally like came to that thing and mm-hmm. it was great. And wow. one of the many things we're trying to do here with our little podcast, you know, <laughs> destigmatize. Yeah, that we're gonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Um. So our search term today. Oh yeah, we should probably talk about that. Is we'll touch on it, but yeah. then I want to go back to other stuff. But mm-hmm. the search term today is threesome. 
Um, which would be more fitting if we were recording in the same. It'd be cuter if Rachel and I were both I here and we could we could make jokes about it. But right. uh, I am in L.A. and Rachel is in New York. But the search term, I think everyone basically understands the premise of. But should we? Do you yeah. have a fancy definition, When a group Rachel? of three people join together for sexual pleasure. Pretty clear. Isn't that yeah. nice? Yeah. It's pretty direct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty Straight direct. to the point. Yeah. I do have to say that I am um, sad that I'm not in the room. But um, I am enjoying, like, you know, just... The idea that Laura's just in a room with someone that she's <laughs> masturbated to probably a hundred times. Call, so. call, call me out, Rachel. <laughs> You're really calling me out here. Hey, you know, it's, it takes a lot of work to de- destigmatize. It is. Uh-huh. So, you know, We're doing the good work. It's okay. She's leading, she's leading us yeah. all right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> can we can we talk a bit about your history coming into the industry and your experience working into it? As we yeah. said before we started rec- recording, like how much time do we have? But I'd love to hear a little bit about it. Like how did you originally start as a performer? Uh, Craigslist. Craigslist. So, um, actually, you know, I, I started as a performer like over like a little over 11 years ago. Wow. And um, at that time, um, Craigslist had a section called, um, I think it was called like adult gigs or erotic hmm. gigs. Oh, cool. This was before, like, Craigslist used to have, like, kind of, like, like an escort section and, yeah. like, different sort of, like, adult um, industry sort of, like, theme things. But then there was the Craigslist killer, mm-hmm. and that uh, kind of changed that whole thing. Craigslist pulled that, that section. But um, I was kind of in a place in my life where I was just kind of looking to just explore my sexuality in all sorts of ways. Like, um, I've really good friend of mine from college was dating someone who um, was an adult performer. So like mm-hmm. the conversation was just kind of like, you know, fresh from like hanging out with people. And then like I saw an ad that was posted by kink.com. They were oh. looking for extras. I was in oh, wow. San Francisco at the time. And um, I sent some, you know, I took some, some photos. I did self timer photos like on a tripod <laughs> with a film camera. That's oh, wow. That's, this is what year. That's it was. not about how what year it was. That was about like my income level at the time, and like that's what was available to me. Was, that, like, was and film. also your aesthetic. Yeah. At that point. You know, it's also your yeah. aesthetic. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, true. I thought you were going to say true. that was like an art choice. Yeah, that, like, it was you were vibe. Really, you're <laughs> elevating yeah. uh, your submission that way. You know, if it, it had happened like a few years later, I'd be like, yeah, I I, cho- I chose that, but I'm like, yeah. that is what I have. Truthfully, it's just. What I know was how to develop my own photos. That was that was the um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, did you say that it was uh, partially you wanting to explore your own sexuality? So this sort of came out of a curiosity and a like. Was this a space to do that, or was it a combination of just like wanting the work, or which do you think compelled you more? I, I mean, it was it was definitely. Um, I was kind of at, at a point where I was like, you know, had suffered some, you know personal like tragedy and came out of that is the like life is too short to not do the things that you want to do and like you owe it to yourself to to make sure that like at the end of your life if you have the chance to look back to say like I don't regret that or I wish I had done that that's something that you have to reconcile um you know in your your final moments as I was thinking in terms of that loss and so I was like all right track it I'm gonna do some of these things and um always you know had a you know curiosity obviously strong curiosity in in sex and trying to find, you know, um, ways or spaces that were, you know, safe Mm -hmm. to explore Mm -hmm. those that, um, you know, sometimes in the context of relationships, you know, that is a sort of, 
you know, you have to make different compromises and there's oftentimes like a fear of like, oh, like what if my partner doesn't want to Yeah, fear of asking of... for something yeah. you might want that might be outside of their boundaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that sort of like, you know, emotional sort of like risk. And I had just gotten out of a relationship. So I'm like, okay, this is as good a time as any. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I applied, I got like an interview, which was, which is not something that like a lot of companies like even do. Like LA has a sort of go see sort of like agent culture. Yeah. Um, But in the Bay Area, like that's, um, I mean, a lot has changed, but that wasn't really, um, the thing then, it wasn't. It wasn't it was really the thing. Like kink was, this is kink.com. Yeah, kink.com is this kind was of them the in their heyday too. Like, is this when they were like? This they is had kind the of like were... um, just coming. It wasn't like the explosion. Okay. It was like they had been in the armory like for maybe like two, three years, mm-hmm. um, which you know was kind of a dramatic shift for that that neighborhood. I'm I'm from the Bay Area originally, oh, so okay. I got to see sort of that that rise. And then I also, in addition to like working there as a performer, like years later, I I worked there in the talent department. So I, I went from like getting an interview, which got me into the industry to having a role where I actually was the person like interviewing a lot of people. I actually interviewed Owen Gray oh, um, cool. and like Mona Wales huh. and like actually like Venus Lux and a, actually a ton of people who were, who have um, since made a big career for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, it's, it's kind of, kind of funny that way, but yeah, Craigslist, that's how I got in. And then they just kind of kept calling me back. They're like, okay, you do a good job. Oh. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I like weird shit. So like <laughs> that's that awesome. and they kept it's paying me. Hand so hand. it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how, like, if you don't mind me asking, like, how does, how has your career evolved? And is this your primary source of income? Like, is this your whole life or do you juggle multiple things? And this is kind of part of it. Um, I juggle multiple things. Um, there have definitely been periods where it has been um, like my primary source of income. Mm-hmm. Now, um, at the point where I am, it's, it's kind of like uh, just for uh, fun and being able to kind of like still participate in the community and doing, and doing the work. Um, I have, um, I still, I work for kink.com full time, but as a, oh. as a, oh, wow. my, my title is, a, I'm a junior software engineer for them. Oh. Um, and I've worked for them in various capacities. I used to do the behind the scenes blog. I used to like work in the talent department. Um, so I've worn a lot of hats yeah. for that company. Oh, and I, nice. I took some time off and moved to Austin for a while. And then um, I studied programming from there. And so. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like that's kind of my nine to five. And then like, you know, I have the side hustle. And then you still do scenes. Of, like, yeah. yeah. Which is a, yeah, a nice place to kind of be because then I can choose to do the work that I really want to do or enjoy or right. that you know, I don't feel I have to like take things to yeah. reach a certain financial goal, which I'm very privileged and understand how privileged that is to yeah. Yeah. a space yeah. to be in. So you have do, you you, wa- sorry, go ahead. Rachel. I was just going to say, so you do, you know, it, it seems like just knowing your work that you do like take that into consideration, like the, the projects that you say yes to and everything. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that, um, you know, that that wasn't always the case. Like, mm. I, I definitely feel like um, as my career has become more established, it's um, and not being in Los Angeles. Mm. I, I don't like um, I have to be very, like, intentional about, like, the L.A. work that I take because, mm. like, there's a flight and then there's, you know, travel expenses and accommodations right. and Ubers and lifts and all these sort of things. So, like 
things have to be worth my time, not just financially, but also in terms of like the the psychological the side of the work, of the work. And yeah, the, like, and the experience quality. of yeah. putting it together too. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, after after a while, that kind of gets pared down to like, okay, like I'm not super into like maybe the content of the scene, but like it pays well, and like everybody on the set is like really amazing, and like I know I'm going to be there for like this amount of time, and it's not going to go over that sort of time. Sometimes like that is like. Um, as much of a benefit of like, I like working for this site and they do awesome work. And like, I re- work with like, it's still working with really cool people, even though like maybe the front end of like the product may not be like the best visually or yeah, sure. there's like a high production value, like, like the four chamber sort of thing. And like, yeah. I feel, um, there's a greater overall sort of thing. So like, I mean, that's, I think generally how over the course of time I've kind of yeah. thought about choosing my work and then there's also just the more kind of like ethical things of like i don't want to work for that company because yeah. i feel like they perpetuate like reinforce like shitty toxic masculine uh, yeah toxic, toxic masculinity, masculinity. Yeah. or you know perpetuate like tropes and stereotypes that i don't want to be a part of mm-hmm. or like this company is known to you know be really poor with communication which has led to people being in situations where they you know haven't been safe right yeah. um and that's um, yeah. anybody. Well, maybe you don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, anybody want to call out? We shouldn't be watching. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, you can I, probably guess in some circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it. I think nowadays there's um, enough of a lens that it actually doesn't take that much to kind of yeah. that yeah. much research to kind of um, yeah. you know see who kind of the offenders are. I think it's. Um, Oftentimes it's, it's I think, less clear to people that, like, porn is not, like, a monolith. And so it's not, like, um, you know, like, this company or, like, this individual who makes content is bad. So, like, right, right. the whole thing is bad. Right. Um, you know, it it's can be specific. collections of companies yeah. that all yeah. have their own sort of policies or lack of policies yeah. or poor communication or great communication or hire people. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it is... Um, business driven and it is i think the probably one of the purest examples of capitalism that like yeah. we have <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 like the food industry right you have you have mcdonald's on one end where it's like you <laughs> you know you know what you're made, getting it's made quickly and cheaply you know what yeah. you're getting and, and it's like, bad for you and bad for the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your your consumption like there's you you're know, contributing to an economy by consuming yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. Are there any filmmakers that you have worked with or any specific platforms that I obviously didn't like mention two minutes ago that yeah. we might not have heard of that you feel comfortable endorsing or you've had a great experience working with that we should check out? I mean, um, I started out with um, one of one of my like very first scenes was like for Crash Pad. Um, yeah, Crash Pad and, series has yeah. yeah. killed a bunch. A friend of mine told me about them initially and we're trying to get her on the show just to talk about it yeah. um so we haven't featured crash pad series yet but it's but they have well they have a sure. series and then an, a platform itself um yeah. and it's out of san francisco right yeah yeah, yeah. they're Bay Area based and yeah. um you know i i think right now is kind of like a really exciting time to kind of support your your favorite performers like there's mm. just more direct ways lots of more lots more people are making their own content right. yeah. and you know i i think there is enough like because of that, I think there is enough of um, if you follow a performer that you really like, yeah. odds are that they are 
able to kind of like pick and choose the work mm-hmm. that they want to do that they feel like I mean if you look at like your favorite performers and the work that they're promoting like you yeah. can kind of tell like okay like you're promoting this because you like this or you're promoting this because this is you know part of like the brand I think it's really easy now to look at someone's like social media and be like oh okay this person really enjoys like this type of work working with these sort of companies yeah you know versus like this person is you know you know, pushing their affiliate links and you yeah. know, going yeah. for Because hopefully they wouldn't be promoting anything they had a terrible time working on. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Sometimes, and that is that's contra- also... sometimes it's contractually obligated to promote oh. stuff. Oh, like, good to know. Yeah, you know, good like point. Other entertainment yeah. forms. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know certainly on the like the Hollywood side of the entertainment business, there's a lot of like contractual obligation that way. So that makes sense that that would be true of adult entertainment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, I had a question in my brain were you going to say something though um i was just going to say like following people on social media and stuff did you like um did you have a tumblr and did that like drastically you know change the way you communicated with fans like once tumblr was like no more porn um i had a tumblr and like you know my tumblr was kind of more for just kind of like you know, Tumblr was my Pinterest before Pinterest. Sure. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, really a thing. And so I kind of got into the Tumblr game late in terms of like, I'm gotcha. really bad with social media. Mm. Um, like I'm, I don't update enough. Yeah. Like I, um, I am really good with like everybody other, everybody else's content except for my own. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like slow to edit things and like post mm-hmm. pictures. Um, it's also like work to just constantly be yeah. taking selfies or, you know, like Jenny. Yeah. Don't I know content what, honey. Is. Let me tell you. I was going to say, Rachel can tell you. <laughs> yeah. The selfie queen here. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, yeah. And um, I yeah, imagine so it's. I'm, I was just gonna say it's. I imagine it's hard also when like things like Instagram are so policed. You know, I feel like so many of my well, favorite increasingly performers. So. Yeah, so many yeah. of my favorite we just performers. Got shut down. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. We're, back. We're back. We're back. Like the account but came back. My God, we got our a dire two weeks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so many of my favorite performers are like, you know, their Instagrams are getting shut down, and it's like, well, now I want to know like what they're up to and like th- ways I can you know keep up with them and like watch their work. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine like how hard that is and how frustrating it is. Like, well, it hurts the, the ability of that performer to yeah. promote themselves and to promote their right. business and the community. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and I think also, uh, you know, the practice of, of shadow banning on, on Twitter, um, that being a, you know, definitely like a go-to for the adult industry because uh, yeah. their, their content re- restrictions aren't as intense, intense yeah. which is why adult industry has gravitated uh, that direction. But yeah. when you shadow pe- ban, you know, a community and people like, you know, like some of my best friends, like I can't send them a direct message. You know, when you search in your direct message to like pop up, I want to send this to so-and-so. So-and-so. Yeah. yeah. Some of my best friends don't come up in that search. Wow. Oh and I'm like, these are people that I communicate all, all the with time regular. with. Like yeah. I have to like, you know, like, oh, what is that person's specific handle to yeah. type in? Like yeah, that so auto generate. But you, when you aren't able to see the conversation that like we're, ha- that's how we, we talk and that's how we yeah. have yeah. called out so many other people for unethical behavior, how we've yeah. called out the government for their unethical behavior with yeah. Proposition 60 and Measure B and, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of the larger conversation around sex work that we participate in, if we're not able to see each other having those conversations or, you know, stating our ideas or rallying to organize Mm -hmm. our, you know, that is a a real big issue. Yeah. It's a self-governing transparency system and the internet has been incredibly helpful on that front. And now a lot of this new legislation is actually 
counterproductive towards the aims that it's supposed to like Sestaphos is supposed to be fighting sex trafficking but it's putting sex work in the dark and it's destroying those like that network of accountability and that sort of helpful transparency so fuck that I know (laughs) I eloquently have to say (laughs) (laughs) should we talk Uh, some more about threesomes yeah, let's I've go got down. some three facts. <laughs> I've got some facts. I've got some stats. You know, let's get I love to your it. Stats, Rachel. Come yeah, I live for this shit. Um, okay, so 2018 threesome was the tenth most popular search term. Wow, fascinating, yeah, right? Ten, number ten. I would number almost 10. think it'd be higher, but ten, tens, yeah. tens, respectable. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it's, it. It's um, also uh, particularly um, uh, high for women. In some parts of the West, Midwest, and Northeast, threesome videos are the most watched by women. Interesting. Is this one of your search terms, Rachel? Um, It's actually not. But I do have to say, if I do watch a threesome, I do prefer it to be like man, man, woman. Yeah. MF, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I like. Because I feel like those, like, I feel like the misconception is that like, there's like this weird, like, you know, homophobia around it, but I feel like, you know, it's actually two men like centering on a woman's pleasure. Yeah. In, in my most, came across, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say in the, in most of the videos that I've watched, you know? Yeah. Something I came across just uh, traversing (laughs) the aggregates with this search term in mind this week, um, was the word bisexual being mm. associated with the MMF scenes more yeah. often than they, I, th- I, I was like, is this a coded way to like tap that like it's going to be too much? Like it just confused me because well, a you know like I th- I think that's because I'm looking at the aggregates aggregates and this is like a sort of like heteronormative approach saying yeah. like this is a different sexual like othering it you know yeah. like othering the male male female dynamic. But I don't know if that has come out. Like, do you think that's actually? A deliberate term or those are just like some of the videos I came across? Well, I, you know, I, I think it's interesting like how, um, like if you think about how commonplace it is to like not label like male, female, female exactly. as, as bisexual. Like yeah. that's how like, like girls can just make out and it's, it's, it is what it is. Or like girls can or have sex with Or that it's almost the sort of expectation like yeah. from that scene that there's going to be some like lesbian contact and yeah. that is just totally expected yes. rather than like if there might be like two men in a room that there you might have to like might have to warn you that like dicks yeah. may yeah. touch each other it's or, officially bisexual know. because the men engage and that's <laughs> yeah. sort of what it's implying. Yeah. yeah yeah interesting um this is a search term for me sometimes it? yeah it's come up certainly like mm. i like having a threesome in real life is definitely like a fantasy of mine with all gender dynamics there have you ever um, had a threesome I haven't. Mm. Not officially. Nothing mm. like no sex, no penetration right. stuff. Just okay. like fooling around kind of times. Sure. Um but yeah, I, I definitely want to with yeah. both female, female, male. Yeah. Male. All and forms. Yes. All all gender yeah. Uh, math. <laughs> all gender math. There. Ratios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ratios. I'll take it all. Just three people, whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have had a threesome once and I had a great time. Yeah, but yeah. I had a great time because none of uh, of the people involved were in a relationship, mm-hmm. so it was just kind of it just was like happenstance. It was like those two people have had sex, and mm-hmm. they also wanted to have sex with me, and I was like, yeah, great. And I, well it, they were both like very like sex positive people, and the way it was approached was just like very organically, and I never felt like 
you know, like it wasn't like on an app or something where it felt like it was, there was like a pressure, you know, not that there's anything yeah. wrong with that, but it was like, it just so, it just happened so organically, which I think was the best way in my experience for it, for my first threesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. And now, like you know what? Time. I'm itching to have another one now that I think about it. Why not? Yeah. I'm single. Let's They're go. difficult to facilitate, you know? They are. They can be, I they think. Are. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's often, you know, like a lot of uh, boundary discussion that needs mm-hmm. to happen, especially if there's like an existing relationship in place. Yeah. Like, do you want it to be with people you know? Do you want it to be with a couple? Do you and your couple, you know, mm-hmm. want to have a person with, you know, a lot of questions to be asked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in an open relationship for a long time and I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Oh, sure. <laughs> to bring in a third. But, yeah. you know, we kept ourselves busy with other complications or things to talk about or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, according to a Forbes article in 2018, one in five Americans have had a threesome and one wow. in seven finds them appealing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. I was kind of <laughs> shocked by that stat. I was like, wow, a lot of people are out here having threesomes. Yeah, one in five is a little, like the one That's in seven, high. like want it, like fi- saying that it sounds appealing, sounds yeah. right. One in five actually having done it, like makes mm-hmm. me feel like I got to get my shit together. Yeah. And <laughs> the age group this. of like the most engagement for multiple sexual partners was like 25 to t- the, like in between the ages of 25 to 29 for both sexes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That Here's actually a, makes sense because you kind of like eased into probably like your own sexual journey and felt a right. little more comfortable and then right. been in a space where you want to explore more. Exactly. And then you hit 30 and you're just done. Then you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I guess I'll just have mediocre sex with one person for the rest of my life. You know? Jokes. <laughs> or are you going to say something else? Or just have 17 vibrators like me. You know? <laughs> Um, I was going to say something or else. Or all of the above. Or both, frankly. really. <laughs> you know, that's the dream. Yeah. Um, so oh, a- another like a confusing thing uh, about this article is like said 10% of women and mm-hmm. 18% of men reported having had a threesome. So like, who's lying? <laughs> Wait, t- 10% of women. of women and 18% of men. And this is um, all sexualities. So this is gay and... You know, that actually wasn't men? specified. It wasn't specified. But if that's the case, then okay, sure. That makes more sense. I need a spreadsheet to like think through how that math I need a mathematician. Works. Yeah. Is there an Excel sheet? That can, <laughs> yeah. Is there an algorithm for that to tell us like if then like yeah. if he if the hetero men are lying about yeah. having more threesomes than they did and the hetero women are lying about fewer like how yeah, yeah the math doesn't seem to add up but oh, yeah. i would have to i'd really have to do <laughs> i'd have to get out a whiteboard or something <laughs> consult the whiteboard yeah um this Shh. is also a, a fun little fact that i found while googling research data um uh-huh. 28% of australians have participated oh. in a threesome it's popular <laughs> down under so it's bigger there it's bigger there figured it out are australians more sex positive than americans i would imagine so i think that's been my experience but like i mean that's a sample size of maybe like 28 people people that i've met (laughs) that are from australia that i've 
most of which have been in the sex industry. So that's that's a very that's, skewed. That's right. Skewed. Maybe not. But I've, I've I've met a handful of non-sex industry Australians that, that have also pretty, been very sex positive. Yeah. 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 Well, they've got gun control figured out, so it makes <laughs> sense to me that yeah. sex Their positivity would be yeah. doing well. Yeah. Also. Next on the yeah for sure. <laughs> Um, also, in 2017, three men were arrested for filming a threesome on a tube train in front of passengers. <laughs> wow. They just Bold. on the tube in front of people who probably didn't consent to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. they, they were just trying to get to work. It's a guerrilla style shoot. And they're yeah. really, you know, they're like the extras are just whoever's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then they were, they were only fined a thousand pounds. So. Could have been worse. Oh, yeah. Could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay a thousand dollars. No, I would yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I got, yeah. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Worth That's it. an unnecessary production expense. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we can, we can, we can figure out a workaround for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another fun fact this comes from yourtango.com, which is a site I've never heard of. So take this with a massive grain of salt. <laughs> um, but this, site boasts saying that they said they said that only two percent of women have gotten it on with two guys and it was just a one-time thing so i don't know two percent yeah lucky girls i guess like (laughs) if there was no there was no links like there was no like they didn't cite any sources like i was like how did you come up with these numbers (laughs) they didn't actually do a study they just they They just threw out a percentage about two percent we're mm-hmm. going with 2%. It sounds about right. Amazing. Um, yeah. I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, Rachel. Do you have a learn a term or should we take a break before we review our videos? Girl, you know I got to learn a term. Bring me that term. Okay. Um, it is unicorn. Oh, go ahead, girl. How fitting. <laughs> um, a unicorn is a person who sleeps with an existing couple. Yeah. You know Rachel, that term do you know- well. Why? Yeah, I know this term well. I did a series called Unicorn Land where I played a unicorn. Uh-huh. And the conceit of the show is that every episode I was dating a different couple or like yeah. fooling around with or having sex with or on a date with a different couple of I all see. different kinds of couples and different kinds of folks. Yeah. Great show. Check it out on Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming also, it's called we... a, a unicorn because, you know, they're mythical and they're, you know, hard to obtain. Yeah. Difficult to find. Difficult yeah. to find in the wild. All right, should we take a break? Yeah, this feels about a good time to take a break. I think now's the time. Yeah, we'll be we'll back be, in we'll, uh, hot sec. Yeah, be right back. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back. Hope you guys liked that sexy little break we just took i know i did um so the first vid we're gonna talk about is is so from my family pies is the series yes it's called cinco de payo although the link we found used a different title but i believe the like the full house typography uh, title card particular... we got was Cinco de Payo. Oh, right. I, I thought that was that was way back to like family ties with the like illustration oh, yeah. Of, yeah. of the family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I was looking at specifically like the lettering, and it took me back to Full House. But you're right; it's, it's yeah, deeper it's, cuts. It's yeah. it's definitely that sort of like time period, like out of the box sitcom lettering. It's like yeah. Full House Family Matters, yes. like that <laughs> yes. TGIF sitcom oh, yeah. variety. They yeah. even had. <laughs> A jingle, mm-hmm. an opening theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote it. Actually, it's like a. <laughs> there was some production value behind yeah. that jingle. I don't or even, that fa- that theme song. Who did they get say. to write it? I don't know. They really Somebody's went for it. friend, yeah. or just someone who like works in the industry and has like multiple talents. Yeah, like, who like, knows? I, yeah, they're like, yeah, I could. Uh, I wrote the lyrics down. I wish I had actually learned the song because if I could fully sing this right now, I would be winning. But I'm just going to read the lyrics. Okay. Love when we come together for family time. Mm. I know we'll always weather the hardest. So go on, get it. Yeah, you've got to try my family pies. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, we should also say that this is starring... Angel Smalls, Anya Olsen, who I fully did the like, where do I know her from? Mm-hmm. And it was Ski Instructor. Uh, Samantha Hayes, uh-huh. Tiffany Brooks, and Logan Longcock, who wasn't credited on the aggregate we found this on. But okay. that's Logan Longcock, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's who that is? Yeah. Um, it's from, so My Family Pies is a, is a series, part of the New Bios Porn Network, which also has, uh, owns like Mom Teach, Teach Sex, um, <laughs> Bad Teens Punished. Teacher fucks teens and princess come. <laughs> so Christ. just some great series. <laughs> in case this is something up your alley, give them, check them out, I guess. <laughs> princess come sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's for someone. Maybe not for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, it, try it not sounds to like it's a dedicated fan base. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is what those people really That is what into. they are there for. Um, yeah. Basic plot, we are at a family Cinco de Mayo gathering. 
I guess. I yep. guess. Mm-hmm. It's an intimate gathering, mm-hmm. and I mean that in every sense of the word. It's mom and dad, sister, and well, stepbrother and stepsister. And stepsister's And then friend. friend. Yeah. And then stepsister's Just friend. the five of them having their own party for Cinco yeah. de Mayo. Because I think Cinco de Mayo, I think, yeah. you know, intimate family gathering. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, uh-oh, all of a sudden, sis and stepbro, get it on. And then somehow... Or no, friend and stepbrother. Yeah, friend, friend and stepbrother. Like friend, friend is flirting with. Kind of like they start messing around. They start around their flirtation. First. Yeah, and but they yeah. Can we go back a little bit before <laughs> yes. this this sort of sexual interaction happens? Because there are some serious things like I know. Uh, wrong in yes. this. Like I mean, I like how kind of surreal and sitcom with the canned laughter <laughs> yes. and, so, the and laugh that sort track. of style of like humor of like <laughs> yeah. oh you Ooh, and then like Ooh, yeah yeah, yeah. kind of saved by the bell sort of feel yeah. to it. Um, yeah. I I have like deep concerns about like when I was watching this over the shitty hotel Wi-Fi, I, I was thinking like, did something happen to the parents where they are so <laughs> sh- mentally checked out where they're just like, our kids keep fucking? So I know, oblivious. like my son, so your daughter keep fucking. They're clearly fucking, and we're just going to look out the window and ignore it. Yeah, we're just slightly in the other room. Yes. Everything's fine. The en- Everything's fine. The entire conceit of the film is that they're like at the sink doing dishes at this yeah. raucous Cinco yeah. de Mayo party. Just staring out and the window. And their kids yeah. are literally like she looks at a, a table away, <laughs> yeah. like fucking under next to just standing up. And every once in a while, they periodically have to come in and like clink a dish around yeah. so that they can stop and go, ooh, <laughs> we gotta be quiet. <laughs> I know. And then getting back to fucking. Who wants to watch a porn with a laugh track is my first question. <laughs> I am here for it. How <laughs> can that? I say? I mean, I feel if in there's certain like BDSM and, fe- and fetish scenarios where like that could be a fun could thing a for thing? a humiliation yeah. sort of thing. Oh, but, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was not that. That was not <laughs> no, that. It wasn't this. This was not that. I um. Also, I just I want to talk about when Anya Olsen would stand on a chair like she wasn't wearing underwear and she was wearing a very short skirt. They yeah. would do. The like sitcom, like, ooh, like yeah. the sound that, like, on Full ooh. House, when somebody like kissed, it was like, woo! Yeah. Like, they did that sound. And I was like, just, but then they didn't do it for anything else. Like, then they started like fucking and like actually hooking up and like dicks came out, you know? But like, there was, they just did it for like up the skirt shot. Yeah. That's it. Which is to say that this whole thing is just like a parody of itself. Like yeah. I, I, it felt like a Tim and Eric episode. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched, but it just was like so absurd. It would have been so much better if it had just it, if it kept going in like way bizarre directions. Yes, like it just continued like, to get weird rather yeah. than being like this is what we're doing. We're yeah. just, if we just we've gone just like too many made... cooks with it, like <laughs> yes. it would have been like fantastic. Yeah, just... yeah, exactly. Oh God! The, I love um, that they made a point about the fact that neither of them are wearing underwear, but then they don't talk yeah. about the fact that he's not wearing underwear. <laughs> Like she pulls his dick out and like he also was not wearing underwear. He was just like commando in his jeans. Hey, we only have a half an hour to make this sitcom I know, porn. I know. And also we like, gotta be fully hard. Just was already hard. Like I don't know yeah. how. Maybe Viagra. Yeah, I guess. But maybe I don't Cialis. Know. Maybe a a supplement. Yeah. Of so some then, kind. So the friend and the stepbrother are just fully fucking. 
Yeah. And then, well, they they start like they're like he's like fingering her, and then they're like in the corner by the table while they're mm-hmm. the business well, with the pinata. There's uh, like yes. a okay. ten so, minute yeah. act. That was way too long. <laughs> I know. That was so way much. too long. It's like, all right, how long do we have to establish? Pinatas. Yes. Like, and why first of was... all, we're con- we're familiar with the concept of pinatas. Yeah, we all know. Let's how spend they work. ten minutes <laughs> yes. of this poor, poor, in serious denial parent, yes. like having this activity of like now yes. I'll literally blindfold myself. Yeah. yeah. And then when candy see, falls, see what they did there. one of yeah. my children will grab the candy, and my son will just pull out his dick and yeah. start fucking and, her. Yeah. <laughs> and and dad is just like, right. it's some. Extreme suspended disbelief. Exactly. Yeah. Like he literally just they're angles his hips him. while they're still fucking. Like while yeah. the dad hangs a pinata. Yeah. Like the dad isn't aware of what's also, happening right now. Why do the women have to be so painfully bad at the pinata? <laughs> <laughs> like, but everyone is terrible at it. Like they've never held a stick it's, before. Yeah. It's like she's like fishing. She's like night fishing. She's yeah. like, that's not so the action. <laughs> Yeah. She's doing an entirely irrelevant gesture. How annoyed do you think those performers were when they're like, so this is what the scene is, and this is all you guys are going to do? Oh, like mom and dad? Yeah, like mom and yeah. dad. Like They're like, so we're going to fu- we're gonna watch the three younger people have sex, but you guys are just going to be around. You're going to wash dishes. You're gonna I mean, honestly, if my day rate is the same, I'm fine with it, yeah. but that's just my personal... Like, <laughs> I love... <laughs> I love like showing or like doing something where I'm like, hi, I get like a couple zingers and then I'm out of there. Like I'm a featured extra. Right. right. (laughs) But yeah, in this case, like I just imagine like hanging out in whatever like behind the set there is. And I'm like, okay, you you go next time. Okay. Now. Okay. You come back. Okay. I'm going to go now. Should we just go and like pretend to talk about a fork? Okay. I'm going to find a fork and then we'll talk about the fork. Like just like improvising business. Yeah. (laughs) Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. Like doing the like. (laughs) It was it was absolutely absurd. The yeah. I I also just have to say like I was not turned on at all by any of this. Yeah, yeah. I I found it hard to to watch long enough to get to like, yeah. the actual yeah. like, sex exactly. because of like and I just remember thinking like these fucking kids. This is fucking rude. <laughs> like yeah. your parent, like your parents put on this nice Cinco de Mayo party yeah. for this event that like no one in this family understands <laughs> um, to celebrate Mexico's victory over the French. Um, Did you? Because I had to look it up before I had to check because I knew it was not Mexican Independence Day as it is commonly mistaken for. But I had to look up that it was like the Battle of Pueblo, and I was like, why? <laughs> I thank NPR and it being the month of May because I I often forget. I'm like, I know it's not the Independence Day, but I don't know why it is. I just. (laughs) Why do we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, they were celebrating for all the right reasons. They were honoring the history (laughs) in this film. Yeah. There's a, I feel like a really weird, um, you know, and I I see it at, I mean, I I see it at the company that I, I, I work at. There's a. You want to take advantage of all of these holidays for yeah, like, sure. like yeah. search term like yeah. relevance. Yeah, and in the food industry, it's like it's watermelon day. Like it's just like a yeah. reason to have a marketing push. It's exactly. A reason to create yeah. press. It's like something. Memorial Day, watermelon barbecues, like pool stuff. Yeah. Like that's you want to capitalize on it. But there's there's man, some of the stretches are yeah. are yeah. so. Yeah. So thin. Cinco de Pio. Yeah. I think they just got excited about the title pun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't need it. I really didn't need <laughs> yeah. it. Just, yeah. None yeah. of this sex looks enjoyable by anyone. Yeah. 
It was all logistically challenging. Like, yeah. It just like, looks like there was a chair involved. It just seems like the performers knew what they were they were told to do beforehand. Yeah. Like, this is the point where, like, he goes down on her, and now she's sitting in a chair, and then they make out. It just didn't seem like it moved in any organic way or there was any sort of passion between yeah. any of the three of them. There was the Logan is silent. He says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's also just like, uh, like, like it doesn't seem like he's like touching them in a way that feels like, you know, sexy. And and yeah. the girls are doing this weird thing where they're like whispering back and forth. Each other. They're like, yeah, you like it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, that's like <laughs> the not, weird like yeah. girl coaching. That yeah, happens what? In, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, that in in mainstream porn. It's like yeah, putting yeah. putting aside also the the like suspended disbelief around our parents like being in the room essentially. Right. I was like just go there surely if this is a house there's a bedroom somewhere. Like just get out <laughs> yeah, of there. This is what Anywhere. I thought was the rude part about it. Yeah, like, like they're on the floor <laughs> like she has to like sit on the chair. I'm like yeah. there is clearly there are better options also, here. Also, what is the layout of that house? Like <laughs> yeah. are are like the parents just kind of stuck in the kitchen you're like, yeah, yeah like I would yeah. totally like to leave but like we yeah. we didn't just, we decided not to remodel yeah. and <laughs> we're stuck here now. Um the just waiting a, for our kids to finish fucking. Yeah, the house is a room and a half large. Um, one room being a dining room and one being a kitchen and there's nowhere else to go. Right. <laughs> like, the thing that actually I was really disgusted by was when they bend over to do the, the get the candy from the piñata and then the stepsister stands up and then just onto her stepbrother's dick. And she's like, what <laughs> the fuck? Oh my yeah. God. Like, oh God. What? Like, get what out. Like, get off yeah. of me. And then she's like, oh, it kind of feels good. Like, I was like, what? There's nothing. This is so not okay. What is going on here? The consent is confusing, but also just the notion of like, whoops, a dick slipped in. Is, yeah. You know, like she just <laughs> literally just stood yeah. up and then just got it. Is, like, a, he inserted from behind. Like, yeah. And she was yeah. like, get off. Actually, yeah. wait. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Which is like something I'm sure every woman who's accidentally got a penis in them has said. Wait a second. <laughs> this what? is actually kind of... Yeah, it's it's insulting. Yeah, it's, it's thoroughly it's, insulting. It's degrading. It's Let's be honest. It's degrading. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then even more so when he just comes in her. Yeah. Oh, and there was... Well, let's talk about that first, and yeah. I'll get to this other moment that I was like, what yeah. the fuck happened there? Yeah, there's so much. Yeah. I know. That, so, the, so he just comes in her, and she's like, ah, wah, wah, like, what? you didn't say Just anything? dismayed. Like, yeah. But for, for none of the reasons that someone would be dismayed about that. Yeah. She, like, seems mad that he, like, spilled her milk. Right, something. right. It's know? not like... Yeah, the, the reaction dick. doesn't seem, like, uh, like oh, appropriate yeah. at, at all. Yeah, right. it's not fitting for the circumstances. Yeah, for the stakes also, here. <laughs> There was a moment I clocked where, okay, so this is when Anya's in the chair, and then, I well, so stepsister's in the chair, and then friend is getting fucked from behind, but also going down on stepsister, and friend just stops the cunnilingus to presumably enjoy getting fucked, presumably come, just yeah. from, like, getting fucked from behind, which is, like, a whole other thing. <laughs> Question. A whole other, like, lucky you if that's the case. Yeah. Um, and then stops and just kind of has her, like, face buried in her crotch. And is, like, just getting kind of, like, fucked into her crotch. But he's she's stopped going down on her to presumably, like, start to come. And then I think the stepsister's reaction is to then come to, like, simulate a 
simultaneous orgasm. But I'm like, but she stopped doing the thing that would yeah. theoretically be stimulating yeah. you. Yeah. How did anyone have an orgasm? Like, here? Total contradictory logic there. She's like, oh, are we coming now? I'll just, I'll go yeah. too. I'll go yeah. too. Even though you've stopped, and I'm just literally just sitting here with your face in my leg. Yeah. <laughs> How about when it, she? Just, did you clock that? I, just, I like. There was so much going so on much, that it's yeah. it's it's so it's so hard to like like for me getting out of this like bizarre world where this like thing is like <laughs> yeah. happening was was so strong yeah and I think I think oftentimes now when I when I watch things that are you know marketed to more mainstream things like yeah. I get so like porn blind and like yeah. the things that I'm looking if I have to watch a scene like that like yeah you know to the like all the way through like. I think I've definitely been training myself to like look for different things, yeah. and like I, I think I've seen enough like perform like threesomes are like logistically hard to film, and that's if you're if yeah. you're catering to that mainstream market and like right. that audience has certain expectations. It's like, all right, how do I get like, you know, when it's just two people, it's like, how do I get like face and like where like the action is and like yeah. good angles for people and then you add a third person in and it makes it more like exponentially like awkward for yeah. like the angles of like you know presenting what you're presenting and then versus like anybody actually enjoying the situation <laughs> yeah um and you know you never know like what the what the direction is like yeah. off camera you yeah. know um, have you ever done anything this mainstream? Like, have you ever, like, shown up to set to, do, like, to do a shoot? You're like, this is preposterous, but, like, we're doing it. Like, any experiences like that? Where I, I have many, yeah. many, <laughs> many in mm. my um, history of, of of doing that that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I, th- I think this is kind of like I think like the big the bigger issue. I'm gonna step on my soapbox for a second. Please, and I was on one down. earlier. Um, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think there's like a real issue of like tr- transparency, like in yeah. the adult industry, and like you know, and there's there's a spectrum within that. Like there's like transparency, which which causes for like horrible things to happen. Like yeah. people aren't don't know what's expected of them. They don't know like you know how they can communicate. Like mm-hmm. you know their boundaries and their limits. Yeah, and the, or that it's okay to do so. Yeah. Um, and then there's like this sort of transparency of like, oh, like you get to set and then you find out more details about the plot. And then you're like, okay, well, like whether that's the range of like, this is really corny mm-hmm. or this or has some problematic, problematic yeah, yeah, problematic elements, which yeah. um, has definitely been my experience as a person of color. And I don't know a person of color in the industry who hasn't had that that I'm experience. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, not to say that, that that is everybody's experience, but like I you know, every, every time, but yeah. like, I know, um, a lot of people have had that at least one, yeah. you know, on some sort of spectrum of like, uh, like it was uncomfortable versus yeah. it was like fully. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you have to like, you know, do you have to do that, that math like on set of like, okay, like, do I feel I can say something to like the director who may or may not care about the script? And like, sometimes it's, it's a matter of like changing like one word or leaving one word out or like, how about we use this term instead of that term? And, yeah. you know, I feel like for the, for the most part, a lot of people are like amenable to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there are those cases where people are like, no, like, this is what, you know, the members of the site want, or yeah. this is, you know, and you have to do that math of like, well, 
can I afford to like, you know, like not make this money? Yeah. And can I afford, can I afford to for like leave my this ho- shoot? What that costs my career? Yeah. Also what that costs all the people around yeah. you, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, like if we're all on a set and like, I decide like, Hey, like I really can't like hang with this scenario. Then it's like, all right, I know you're showing up to like make money if yeah. you're like my scene partner and like you are going to lose out on money like and it it's we work with a lot of the same people all the time especially yeah. especially crew i think a lot of people don't know that but there's a lot of like you know you work for this company you work for that company and it tends as, to be the same crew it tends to be the same crew i think especially in in la where a lot of people get a lot of other opportunities to work on like mainstream gigs or better paying gigs or yeah. you know commercial stuff um you know you you see a lot of the same like a lot of the same faces or a lot of the same makeup artists and like you do realize that like that cost you know time and energy of the production yeah um and so yeah you have to do that that sort of mental math sometimes of yeah. like all right am I gonna walk out right now or is it worth it yeah yeah, yeah. that's tough that's got to be really challenging to navigate anything else about this before we move on to Lapel David no I'm I don't need to talk about something that I enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. So the next one we want to talk about is, uh, it's called Lapel du Vide, uh, which means the call of the void. This is from Four Chambers uh, featuring Mickey Maud. <laughs> so this is this is our first time I talking know. about uh, a porn with the performer here who was a part of it. Have you ever talked, have you ever like reviewed your own work? Um, not in, not in this format. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know if this is like something that is, is also make contributing to your nervousness and <laughs> slash excitement. And so I was I was just gonna let you review it, but I was just gonna make direct eye contact with you the entire time so that make it as uncomfortable for you as possible. You were um, just gonna stare me down yeah. while yeah. I talked about masturbating to this film. Yeah, pretty See, much. I, I mean, had actually great. eased in. I had started to feel less nervous when it's coming back, so this is good. Um, oh, I should also say this also features uh, Vex Ashley, who is. The founder, one of the founders of uh, Four Chambers and Owen Gray, who we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. All my uh, favorite favorites of ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Owen I mean, is, yeah, is every, all Rachel's fave. Yeah. Um, so the basic, the, the premise of this film, um, it's a threesome. It also mm-hmm. has a really brilliant uh, conceit around jealousy and betrayal, I mm-hmm. think, that is sort of woven into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, we open on... Actually, Rachel, you take it because I have to look yeah. through my notes for a second. So there's a little, uh, a little blurb about it uh, underneath the video, which I really loved, and oh, um, yeah. something that that was written about it, saying like sex and what turns us on is like intrinsically connected to our fears, um, yes. which is something that I uh, like totally believe in, and I believe that like sex and and all of these other like big emotions are like deeply connected. Yeah. Um, and also, like, you know, to, like, walk up to that fear and, like, stare down, stare it down. It's, like, yeah. the whole idea of, like, the call of the void. Um, so we're starting straight off with the action, which yeah. I appreciate, you know. There's no we're, – we're just right into it. There's no, like, build up. You know, it's mm-hmm. – it's, I feel like it's very artfully edited, you know. There is – it's in between, like, we start with the action, but then we also go back in, in, in like, time and, you know, every, the way um, it unfolds isn't necessarily linear. Um, yeah. Which I love, you know, yeah. because that's not, you know, necessarily what I'm thinking about or what I – how I like to, you know, watch videos when I masturbate. You know, we all talk about how we curate our little tabs. Yeah. Um, so Just I to like go back to the – sorry, go ahead. Uh, the, go ahead. 
I was going to go back to the premise a bit because I just feel like having Mickey here, I'm curious if it was talked about. Like, the conceit sort of implies that Vex and Owen are partnered and you are a third. Like, is the idea that you are coming in and you are the, like, threat to a specific character or did you did you talk about those dynamics or was it or was it um more of like an overarching thematic thing that came out later you know i, I feel like also this is the first time that i've actually um watched this scene so oh, like right. apart from like the trailer like sometimes um like sometimes it's hard for me to like watch like a, a whole like performance all the way through because then i start like critiquing yeah, my own performance or like <laughs> yeah. you know um so you know, that that was a, a different experience for me. But I, and also, like, I have shot for Four Chambers, like, many times. Mm-hmm. And I've shot with, like, Vex and Owen, like, a number of different times. So yeah. sometimes, like, things start to kind of, like, blur in in terms of, um, like, what moments from what shoots are actually um, gotcha. sort of in my... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find a way to explain my shooting memory. Um, <laughs> but as, essentially, you know, from what, I, from what I remember, like, and... I, I think a lot is kind of um, was kind of discussed in terms of like thematic and kind of like conceptual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like you know we kind of want to do like a play on like these sort of themes mm-hmm. and um, I I feel from in in my experience of like what happens on set and then like the finished like edit. There's a lot of like you know post production work that goes that yeah. goes into it. And yeah. Like in terms of like the editing and mm-hmm. like you know how that kind of comes together um, with all of the um, stylistic like choices that they make. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm always interested to see like how the how the final product has has differed a lot. Yeah. Um, but we we talked about um, you know what the sort of like theme elements were. Um, and I think um, it's also interesting to see other people see it and how they kind of interpret it because it's not like, you know, it's so far from like, all right, Cinco de Pio, like we knew <laughs> yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of like, I feel like the deep introspection that we we did was not what the creators of Cinco de Pio expected uh, yeah. us to to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, but I think like I you know a good porn you know yeah yeah i mean i picked up on it because part of why like this porn is so hot to me is that it's two like the primary focus is like two men pleasuring one woman Mm -hmm. right and uh that is part of like the fantasy to me of like the kind of three way i would want to (laughs) have yeah i want to be the center of the party (laughs) i want to be the belle of the ball um but i I thought it like went even further just like dealing with that like jealousy dynamic this like this fear and like moving into that and um using it as like a source of tension was really compelling to me also the shoot like i love the like abandoned building vibe right right <laughs> like, i love that it felt like uh you know gritty and archaic and and i think there's um there's something on the four chambers site about like art school bullshit like that's something mm-hmm. that they say in their like mission statement which i just love that it like feels high art but is like aware of itself (laughs) yeah yeah um and it's like stylized without being like entirely out to sea do you know why there was a swan in this porn (laughs) that was the one element that i do not yeah it felt like it was a reference that i was missing yeah exactly um i don't know why there was a swan (laughs) in it um i love that the swan was there Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't i don't i don't know why yeah. yeah, actually, when I like take another watch at it again and kind of break it down, like I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't 
being familiar with like, okay, like I was there, I remember that shoot and I've seen that like the trailer, like I didn't give it as much critical like critique yeah. as like what the fuck was going on in Cinco de Pio. So like, <laughs> yeah, was, like, yeah. like the, the juxtaposition <laughs> of, the, of the two was, was, was quite great. And I was like, okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's, I, I actually really loved majority of the text also that was like mm-hmm. included in it. Like, um, it really added to, I, I, I didn't necessarily mind that I didn't know like who the, like who everyone was in the relationship. Um, I also was like, maybe it's the person, you know, the idea that the person behind the camera is the person who's in the relationship with the, um, with Vex. Um, I, yeah, didn't I, I actually like that too. I like that yeah. it was, it was kind of like you, you could assume like multiple things. Like yeah. Going you can into interpret it, it like, differently. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's a sign yeah. of good art. I think right. I do think it's sure. very hurtful. Yeah. I mean, there was piece. just some incredible, any of like the backlit shots in that, in that doorway I thought were stunning. Yeah. yeah. You know, they just, and they were just, they were hot to, to look at. I've never experienced like watching like, her going back and forth between like you and Owen, I was never like, Oh, I'm concerned for her. You know what I mean? Just like something that I (laughs) feel like, you know, uh, in a lot of porn with like, you know, with like two guys and and a girl, like sometimes it's like, you know, cause obviously like there are like physical threats and and things like that, but I was never concerned for her or or anyone's safety. And it was obviously like everyone's pleasure was like the the most important thing. She seemed very well taken care of. A (laughs) hundred percent. Hundred percent. And Vex did not direct this one, or did? I think she didn't, right? Or do you remember? You know, it's it's always uh, like a collaborative like effort, nice. like oh, on, on their sets. In my experience, so yeah. yeah. Was... There was some DP in there, man, and I fucking loved it. I was here for it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was. Um... Uh, sorry, I just I just remembered something that like my a, a really like one of my best friends from from college. She always asked me like she asked me this question a while back. She's like, so when there's like a DP and it's like two, can you feel like the other guys like dick? And, and I'm just like, yep, yep, you can. And it's 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 all right. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, everyone's gonna be okay, and We're it open. probably yeah. feels We're open great. To it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think there's a tendency also in a, a lot of like. Like on a lot of like threesome scenes where it's like two men, it becomes this sort of like um, spectacle sort of thing of like mm. capacity and like what can this person like take that, you know, sure. like things to go a little bit more rougher rather than more sensual. Yeah. And like not really kind of respecting that like, you know, for like people need like appropriate like warm up and like it's not like um, – you know, while sometimes it's like great to have that sort of like athleticism, like in yeah. like your your sex, like yeah, that's not the experience of like a lot of people. Exactly. And like you're enjoying an experience, and yeah. I think uh, I think sometimes we forget that in like making things to like yeah can... to represent like a real experience and to make it like believable, essentially, and, like mm-hmm. feel like a genuine interaction. This yeah. one definitely, as yeah. much as it was like stylized and high art and had these like beautiful shots, I still was like, I believe these people are fucking and like enjoying yeah. it and that it's yeah. like organic in yeah. that way. Yeah. And there was also um, like post-orgasm, like really nice, you know, like post-coital kissing yeah. and sucking, which I loved. Yeah. Overall, loved it. Yeah. Fantastic film. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we made you watch it. Cause I know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you did too. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So maybe we'll, I'll just direct this question to Laura, but Laura, are, are, are either of these going into your spank bank? 
well, we know that Lapel David is already there. It's already in there. <laughs> so it's sure. in there. And yeah, I don't think I'll be revisiting Cinco de Pio. Certainly except not. for a good laugh. Maybe right. not yeah. even that. But maybe yeah. just so people can watch her friend shove a burrito in her mouth as she gets fucked. Oh by yeah, the burrito moment. I God, know. I didn't even go on about that. I know. She, like so that she wouldn't scream when she came. Yeah. She just I know. put like a weird, like looked synthetic burrito Shh. in her mouth. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We gotta wrap up. We gotta wrap Um, up. Thank you so much for joining us, Mickey. This was enlightening for us and, and thrilling for me. And uh, yeah, this was it great. Was Thank you again. Uh, really quick, just a reminder: if you guys haven't subscribed, you should totally subscribe. Smash that button. Um, leave us a review. We love reading them. Uh, we really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at Girls on Pern. That's Girls on Porn without the O. And yeah, thanks for listening. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good for women and men and non-binary folks too. Everybody, we love you. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.